This is an ACB community call presented by American Council of the Blind. This Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, September 27, 2022. Perfect, and welcome, everyone. It is your Unmute Presents community call for the 27th of September. My name is Michael, and normally Marty opens it up to say hi and uh, give you all the details. So I'll go over those details and then introduce our uh, co-facilitator today. If you want to email us, you can send an email to unmutepresents at gmail.com, and that'll go to Marty and myself, and we'll be able to reply to your questions or if we need to do some follow-up on your inquiries. Uh, As you may know, if you have any questions, feel free to raise your hand. We'll do our best to try to answer those questions and see what we can uh, do for you. And yeah, so I want to introduce a friend of mine, a co-host on a former podcast I hosted, and some of you know his voice, Demasi. Go ahead and say hi and introduce yourself. Good afternoon, everybody. I appreciate you having me here. Filling in for Marty today. Okay. Well, I thought you were going to go like all extended and introduce yourself and, oh, and give oh. us your history and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah no, I'm Demasi Thomas. Uh, as Mike said, we have done podcasts before. Uh, we're both very into tech. So uh, Marty reached out and asked me to fill in to see if I can pretend that I know something today and help answer your questions. <laughs> Sounds good. I wanted to let people know uh, Herbie is doing a bits call tonight, I believe, and that'll be at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow night for bits, I will be involved in hosting a Blind Shell Classic 2 demonstration slash overview. So if you're interested in learning more about the Blind Shell Classic 2, then please feel free to join that. And... um, On October 18th, the WayAround team will be here to give a quick demonstration and overview of the WayAround system. Jane, you have your your hand up first. Oh, I don't know if we're taking questions. We are. I I, I always want questions. So if you have questions, (laughs) then raise your hand while Jane is asking hers. Can you explain to me something? Yeah. I, I absolutely am in love with Loopback, but I wanted to know um, how you were able to work it with Rocaster. <laughs> we knew this would come up, right, <laughs> <laughs> So uh, for people who are not familiar, Loopback is a piece of software from Rogue Amoeba uh, that allows you to create virtual devices on macOS. It is unfortunately macOS only, uh, but it's a great application. Jane, I'm assuming your question is like you're trying to figure out how to wire it up so that you can pull what you want out of the Vocaster audio interface. Oh, that too, but I don't need voiceover broadcasting everywhere. <laughs> so that was the problem that needed solved, wasn't it, Dwasi? Yeah. So uh, I recorded a video that's up on YouTube uh, that kind of walks you through it very briefly. But to summarize that, uh, create a virtual device 
Uh, and this can work for any audio interface that anybody is using, uh, whether it's the Vocast or anything else. Loopback typically will expose all of the channels of your audio device. And you just go in and map what you want. So in my case, what I'm actually doing right now is pulling audio just from the microphone channel of the uh, vocaster so you're only hearing my microphone you're not hearing voiceover which just interrupted me uh, and kind of threw me off a bit but you guys didn't hear that uh, so Jane create a new device uh, name it something meaningful like host one microphone or something and you want to make sure that you delete any of the existing channels because when you create a new device loopback automatically wires channel one and two to output channel one and two delete those uh, add the vocaster as a source and then you want to grab audio from channel five and map that to outputs one and two uh, for your virtual device and then just choose that virtual device as your input for say zoom or club deck or anything like that and what I did is I created two different devices. I have one that just says mic because that's my host microphone on channel five. And then I have a second device called mic plus aux because sometimes I need to capture my voice and my uh, auxiliary input. And that's channels five and six. Yeah, and I did something similar. Like I've created a couple of different devices that, you know, one that just grabs me and then one that grabs me in the aux, one that grabs me in one of the loopbacks so at least I can control what people are hearing uh, versus it, you know, randomly feeding people back into themselves like it was when <laughs> I initially showed up today. I, I really like, Beth, I see your hand. We'll get to you in a moment. I really like to use this device because right now I have a, we're recording in the cloud. Everyone knows that we're recorded in the cloud, but it took me about 10 seconds to set it up so I can record a local copy in Reaper because now the Unmute Presents podcast uh, or calls are being podcasted both on ACB community podcast feed and an Unmute Presents podcast feed that I'm waiting for iTunes to say, yes, you're approved. So it's a waiting process. Process. So we'll have more information about that next week, but it'll make it a lot easier for me to just jump right into editing after we get off this call, because I just take both tracks, uh, my track and the Zoom track, and I can drop them into the uh, template that I created for Unmute Presents, which has a couple of markers. I can go in and drop my voice and the date and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, that's. That's that. Um, and can... go ahead, Marty, what? Or <laughs> I knew I'd do that once. Yeah, man, you got it out of the way. Uh, if I can just interject two more things. Uh, you can go to payown.live, P-A-Y-O-W-N.live to find the loopback video that's up. I will be publishing another video showing you how to accomplish a similar thing with Audio Hijack uh, sometime this week. Uh, because that that is a just an alternative way of getting it done. And for anyone interested in any of the uh, Rogue Amoeba tools, they're offering twenty percent off to the end of the month, so up until Friday. Yeah, yeah. Beth, your question next. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering. Um, I have a one of those, you know, HD TVs where things are digital. And when I exercise, you know, I exercise to a, a video. This was VHS. And I go, you know, like input and then up arrow. People, somebody showed me of that. 
Um, I have a hard time just aiming at that screen. Is there such a thing as a talking remote? So I think there is. I've never used a talking remote. So are you struggling with being able to actually change the input to the VHS player? Uh, yeah, and it's not that I don't know the buttons. I think it's just that I, um, I feel like I pointed. I think I'm pointing it right at the screen. But you know, you know, I have a, I have a hard time with going straight, and and I think maybe mm-hmm. if it's a little off, it won't go, and then I can't ever get my TV back on. Ah, uh, she's having trouble hitting the IR sensor on yeah. the television. Uh, Beth, how close are you standing to the screen when you're um, kind of running into issues? Are you very close to it or are you further away? Well, I'm not like, not where I touch it, like with my body. I'm maybe a couple, uh, two, three, four inches, maybe a little more, five. Okay. Maybe try standing back a little bit further because oftentimes with uh, these sorts of televisions, like the IR sensor is in one of the bottom corners of the screen is, or, or the, the uh, television frame kind of is where I a lot of times see them. And sometimes being too close means that you're aiming it sort of in the right direction, but you're too close for it to to register so backing up a little bit allows that signal to spread out a bit more and actually hit the sensor oh like maybe maybe about a foot or yeah like yeah yeah oh yeah i'll have to try that yeah and another thing to remember, Beth, is uh, you can practice. I don't know. I, I assume you're using a smartphone. So remember that Be My Eyes and Ira offer some free support as well. So it might be worth oh. practicing aiming at your TV with the remote and ask Ira, can you see what's happening? And and then move back from there. That way you're comfortable with where you need to be in order to properly point it. Oh, that's then, true. Because, yeah, I forgot. I have I have Be My Eyes. That is true. And then one last tip that I have for you is, uh, you know, you could put a piece of tape on the end of like the side or the end of the remote that actually points at the TV just to make sure that you're pointing the proper end at the TV too. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, Thanks. Yeah. Awesome. It just takes more time than it, you know, than I feel like I'm wasting it. So, but thanks. I'll try that. Perfect. Well, we appreciate it. Lisa, you are next. I'm not seeing anyone in Clubhouse right now, so go ahead, Lisa. Oh, I am seeing someone. Go, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I have this strange thing going on. I have an iPhone 12 mini, and um, I had a message the other day that they said that there was some liquid found in my connector and to unplug it until it dries out. I don't know what. I didn't do anything to have that happen, but I, you know, I let it dry and on. I have a, I have a MagSafe charger so I can charge my phone from the back because it loses battery so fast. But today I'm getting something. It doesn't interfere with my voiceover. It still shows my app, but on the screen itself, I have some vision. There's like a black square with a white battery that kind of shows, I think the battery, um, the battery power, how much power is still left in it. And it's right in the middle of the screen and it's interrupting me doing stuff. And I don't know what it's about. I don't know why that, that battery is showing up on the face of my screen. Any clues? Um, 
if you touch that with voiceover on, does it speak any any information or are you just seeing this thing kind of floating around? It doesn't speak any content on voiceover. The apps underneath it speak to me, but when I touch it or tap it, it won't move. I can't I can't drag it anywhere. I can't bring it anywhere and it goes right in the middle of the screen. So if I tap and if I tap what's in the middle there, it um it doesn't and it it doesn't on the home screen only. It doesn't let me tap what's behind there. I have to turn voiceover on to tap. And then once I go into any other app, it goes away. But once I go back to the home screen, it's there on every home screen, no matter which one. Well, when I swipe way, way over, to, when I get to the app library, it's not there. But it's on all the other, and or the um, the search, all the way on the left side, the search, it's not there, but it's on my home screen. I've never ran into this before. When did this start showing up? And did you recently, like, update to iOS 16 or anything like that before it started happening? I didn't do iOS 16 yet. Um, I, I, I didn't do that yet. Could that be the problem that I didn't do it? No. Uh, I, so what first occurred to me is that maybe it was like somehow you, you did an update and ended up with a battery widget on your home screen that that's hanging out there that you didn't put there. But, uh, you know, Apple sometimes wants to show you new features. So they kind of shove stuff in your face. Uh, that was my initial thought is especially since it's not like showing up in the app library or showing up in any apps. Once you launch an app, I was thinking maybe that you had a battery widget on the home screen that you just needed to remove. Uh, that's honestly the only thing that kind of occurs to me as, as being possible. Michael, you have any ideas? So I have two suggestions. One is the standard, if it doesn't work, call Apple accessibility and say, hey, what happened to my phone here? Because uh, it sounds like an extraneous information that's not necessary. But does it persist after you restart your phone? You know what? I didn't try to restart the phone. I didn't think of that one. See, that's that's cool what I would try first is just try to restart it. Because sometimes, especially with these smartphones, I don't I don't restart my phone that often. And I need to do it more because it'll clean up some of these weird little glitches. Very true. Thank you. I appreciate that. I will do that. Not right now because I'm listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll come back next week because we like repeat visitors and let us know if that solved it or if Apple Accessibility was able to, okay? Okay, thank you so much. No problem. So, Dexter, I see your hand, but I believe Belinda in Clubhouse has a question. So, Belinda, do you have a question? Maybe not. Well, you know how Clubhouse can be. You got to... All right, we'll go to Dexter while uh, she figures that out. Uh, Dexter, go ahead. Okay, a uh, couple of questions. First one is, with regard to the apps from um, from Rogue Amiga, that I already have both Audio Hijack and Loopback. Are there others that you would recommend while they're on sale? I was just wondering that. And then after that, uh, the other question was that web address again for the video with regard to setting up loopback. I'll let you take this, Demasi. Oh, man, I thought that was your question, dude. Uh, so... <laughs> I will tell you the apps that I use. So you have Audio Hijack and Loopback. Uh, the only other app that I use routinely from Rogue Amoeba is SoundSource. 
And SoundSource is just a, to me, a, a superior volume control panel from what we get built in on macOS with the system audio uh, because it allows for independently controlling the audio from, say, you know, I could go adjust Zoom's volume without affecting my overall system volume or adjust, you know, Safari's volume without affecting the overall system volume. And those tend to stick across restarts and, you know, opening and closing of applications. Uh Depending on what you do, like if you if you do a lot of audio production or, or anything like that, uh, where you need sound effects, uh, Farago, their soundboard app is fully accessible. Uh, I do own it. I don't currently have it installed because I just don't use it uh, all that often. But it is a, a good app if you need something like a soundboard for, for playing in different sounds in, in a certain environment. Uh, at that point, I think that's pretty much it. Like everything else they have is... is uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Piezo is the single app version of like Audio Hijack, so I wouldn't pick that up. And then they also have an audio editor that I haven't found to be as accessible as the rest of their stuff when I tried it out. Uh, so, you know, SoundSource is about the only one I would recommend while they have a sale going on. Uh, and That's the, Vision that you're talking about yeah, with regard Vision. to the. Yeah, yeah, and, Vision is the audio editor. I, yeah, I tried it oh, years ago and was not that impressed and I've never used it. <laughs> yeah. So that is kind of where I'm at with it. The main selling point of Fission is that it allows, it says it allows you to edit MP3s without losing any audio quality as you, as you re-render the edited MP3 out. That's not something I find myself doing a, a great deal anyway. Uh, and as you said, you know, the, the interface wasn't super impressive to me. So I just stick to Reaper for audio editing. Uh, but SoundSource is a pretty decent app. And you can go to P-A-Y-O-W-N dot live, L-I-V-E. Uh, and one of the videos right there on that first screen should. That was P-A-Y-O-W-N. Uh-huh. Dot live, okay. L-I-V-E. Just making sure I spelled it correctly. Yep, you got it. Yep, P-A-Y-O-W-N. No problem, and we appreciate your question, Dexter, and you're coming back, and I'm pulling it up right now so I can let you know. If you use heading navigation, it is currently the top video on the channel. So, oh, well, look at there. I'm yeah. taking over your channel, man. I know, I know. And then you have your blind shell videos. Uh, Demasi, do you have an answer to Jane's question by chance? Uh, what was Jane's question? She's looking for a USB-C extension cable. Uh, a USB. So you're trying to take like. Mm. Go ahead and unmute and let us know what you're looking for, Jane. Yeah, because I'm trying to think like, do you need an extension cable or just a longer cable? No, 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 no. So I just got my Apple Watch Series 8. Of course, Apple's genius and they forgot the plug, which is fine. <laughs> Except that. I have two plugs. Um, well, one plug with two USB-C that has already been taken up by USB charging computers and USB-C to lightning cable. Um, instead of every time swapping it out, I need... Mm. Do they have like a 
three port or even a four or five port thing. Ah, okay. I, I see what you're looking for. So Herbie just shared one in the chat. Uh, AT Guys sells a 20-watt USB-C uh, block, but it's only for one charger. And Demasi, do you have a suggestion? Uh, I would like to click on that link that Herbie just had it because I'm pretty sure he probably added something along the lines of what I was going to recommend, which is uh, Anchor makes these. There are several other companies that make these as well uh, that I have seen on Amazon where you have a, you know, three, four... Uh, ports to charge multiple devices and it's basically you're looking for a charging station uh, essentially is what you're looking for with you know three or four USB A or USB C ports mm. so there are those um, and, and do GAN so you've done more of the GAN chargers Damasi do they have like four port GAN chargers for USB C I would think so yeah, there are a couple of those. Uh, Anchor is the ones I've seen most recently, uh, but then there are, there are plenty that have like three, although the ones with three that I keep encountering are uh, more two USB-Cs and then a USB-A, so they're trying to give you more mm -hmm. flexibility there uh, for just a lot of USB-C ports, just looking at one of the uh, charging stations and uh, Herbie's link probably. Herbie's link is to too. extension, uh, female to female, uh, uh USB C extension cables. Ah, uh, no, she need more ports, more ports. So, Jane, if you take a look on Amazon and anybody else looking, Amazon is a good place. I'm, I'm sure other places have these. I just go to Amazon because you know that that's where I go shop at, and I don't have to leave my house to go get it. Uh, but a search for four port charging station, uh, USB C. Uh, should get you something reasonable. And that should should help you out. Um, Travis, do we have any questions in Clubhouse? No hands have been raised yet. Perfect. That's what I thought, but I wanted to check in with you. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, Chanel, you are next. All right. Wow, I didn't realize I would be next. Okay, so along, I did not know about SoundSource. Uh, what Herbie has had us do in Loopback is to create a session with the desired program that we wish to change the volume, and then go ahead and change that volume. So, does how does SoundSource work, and where do we get it? I went to that pay own own dot live, but I think that's a YouTube channel. So, where do we get SoundSource? You can get SoundSource at macaudio.com. We'll get you okay. to Rogamoeba's site. And, oh, uh, it's ro okay. Sorry, I wasn't fully listening. It happens. <laughs> Sorry. So, so Demasi, do you have another answer for her question on the difference for SoundSource versus Loopback? To adjust uh, volumes? I mean, Loopback is a way of accomplishing that if you don't want to buy another tool. Uh, SoundSource works. So I have SoundSource set up on my computer. Uh, I hit a keyboard shortcut, which is for me, and you can set your own shortcut. Uh, mm -hmm. But I'm hitting Command Option F12. That brings up SoundSource. Oh. Right now, it shows me all of the applications that are playing audio, including uh, voiceover. Cool. Uh, I can, one, I can change where audio is routed from here. So, like, if I wanted to change where oh, voiceover's nice. audio was going to. And then there's, you know, each each little section. So, sort of like the way the loopback looks where you're looking at the, the different devices. Um, 
And like we can do it in Windows, right? Because in the control panel in Windows, you can see the apps and and then you can. Yeah, just like that. So I'm looking at an app and I just interact with it and then I can go in and adjust the volume. I can change where its output is going. Nice. Yeah, I think SoundSource might be easier, Herbie. I I have... I'll, I'll probably buy SoundSource before the end of the month because, I mean, 20% off. You can't really beat How that. How much is it? I well, don't I can know. go look. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think okay. it's 29 bucks. Oh, so more reasonable than Loopback. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, while Chanel is looking at that, let's go to Malcolm. Malcolm, you are next on the prices unmute. You'll need to unmute. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I try and hit that little microphone in the left-hand side and it just hits something else and I uh-huh. get blocked out. Anyway, my question is about bits. You mentioned something about tomorrow night having a blind shell to mm-hmm. class or conference. How do I get a hold of a schedule of what you have coming up on bits for these interviews or whatever you call them? Uh, so... I am, uh, full transparency, I am not a BITS member myself. Brad from BITS had reached out to me to ask if I would come and speak on the uh, BITS community or the BITS call in order to tell people more about the Blind Shell Classic 2. However, you can go to bits-acb.org. So that's bits-acb.org. B-I-T-S-dash-A-C-B.org. Yes, sir. Okay. Then I will, I will give that a try. And they have a schedule of all the... Um, I don't know if they have a schedule up there, but you can get more details about what BITS is and how you can get in contact with them. Okay. All right. Uh, you're with you unmuted, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Is that correct? Okay. Yep. And do you have a schedule of yours or you just... Yeah. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern. Okay, so right where we are right now. Great. Thank you so much. No problem. We really really appreciate it, Malcolm. And and as I as I had hinted at at the beginning, in the very near future, like probably today or tomorrow, people will be able to subscribe to the Unmute Presents podcast, which will be a recording of these calls. Or you can always get these in the ACB community uh, podcast feed as well. All right, let's go to Beth. Yeah, I have, I um, uh, went on this website, and um, you know how they ask, um, they ask, uh, they, they, one of the things they said, because um, I had to create an account, and one mm-hmm. of the things they said, I'm not a robot, checkbox, not checked, but I can't get my computer to check that box, because I pushed the space bar, and it won't do it, so... So, are you arrowing to the checkbox? Do you um, use your arrow keys or tab? I I think it, it just said, um, well, I think I, I did a tab. Okay. But, it, and it says checkbox not checked. And maybe I do both, like, look that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm there. 
I don't know why it says robot. <laughs> so, so let me give you a quick history of why that's happening and a couple of ideas to be able to solve that. So the checkbox is for what's called reCAPTCHA, and that's to verify that you're not a robot to help uh, prevent automated signups. If oh. you check the box and it doesn't check, Press your down arrow key because what probably is happening is you're being presented with a puzzle to verify that you are that you are actually a human. Most of the time, it should just check, but I have seen it say, uh, "Please click on all of the boats or all the pictures with boats or something like that." There is often a well, I think with recapture always a button that says audio. Uh, and yeah. then you click that and then you listen to the audio and then you have to put in the numbers or the words that you hear, and then there's a button that says verify. When you press that verify button, if you if you solve the puzzle, then the checkbox will change from unchecked to checked, and then right. you can continue the sign-up process. So I think it's asking you for a puzzle to solve to verify that you really are a human. So give that to try okay yeah yeah because i know a lot of um uh sites do have audio and i yeah yeah that works but yep yep yeah. so i think so that's I'll, the I'll issue just, i'll just try it otherwise maybe not accessible to the blind i don't know but uh, it should be accessible but you know let, let us know if you have any questions or beth if you'd like send us the website you're trying to sign up to to unmute presents at gmail.com and i'll be glad okay. to take a look at it for you okay okay thanks Perfect. I'm going to go to this next question. Uh, Raphael, Raphael, your turn. You can go and unmute. Uh, I believe you are the one who sent me a chat message asking about headphones on an iPhone XR. Is that correct? Okay, well, I'm not seeing your hand and I'm not hearing you. So I will go ahead and address that real quick and see if Demasi has any ideas uh, off of your chat message. I accidentally uh, lowered his hand before he oh, spoke. So that was, no, but um, yeah. No problem, Herbie. Appreciate it. Uh, Demasi, so he had messaged me and asked if, um, if Jaws will respond a little faster. No. Okay, so it was him. Uh, so he had said, I'm trying to troubleshoot an iPhone 10 problem. When I plug in headphones, I'm not hearing anything. Would you happen to know the reason why? I have some ideas, but do you, Demasi? First idea that occurs to me is, one, check your volume, because sometimes headphone volume will be completely different from what comes out of the speaker. Uh, I have that happen in voiceover and iOS have had issues there recently where that kind of happens. The other thing is because you're using an iPhone 10, I'm going to make an assumption that you're also using the lightning to headphone uh, adapter and not a pair of lightning headphones. But either way, it could be that the cable has gone bad there as well as another possibility. Yeah. And, uh, it would be interesting to know how, how I would test that volume level is I would play media and then plug headphones in and mm -hmm. see if that media plays. And if it does, then you want to find the rotor option for voiceover to turn voiceover up. Yep. And if you're using a pair of regular headphones going into the lightning to headphone adapter, if you have any other device that has a headphone jack, try plugging just the headphones in to make sure that they don't have a short or uh, an issue with them at all. 
Thank you, Demosi. Uh, Dexter, I will come back to you because I made a mistake and and uh, took Beth before I took some first-timers. So we will get to you, but I'm going to skip over you and go to Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie, go ahead and unmute and ask your question. So anyway, how did you come up with the idea of using blind shell? So what do you mean by the idea? I mean, how did you come up with uh, developing such a program? Oh, so I did not develop the blind shell. Um, I work for AT Guys, which is a company that does sell the blind shell. And uh, me selling it and supporting customers has caused me to be very comfortable with the blind shell. And that then resulted in people asking me to come speak on the blind shell. Mm. So hopefully, hopefully that helps that a little bit. Yeah. Thank you for doing this, and thank you for uh, uh, and thank you for uh, telling us about the iPhone stuff. And yeah, well, thank you for coming. Like your technology calls. We we really appreciate it, and uh, make sure to tell someone about these calls. Okay. Yeah. Perfect, Stephanie. I'm going to go ahead and take this next question here. First of all, Travis, do we have any questions in Clubhouse? I did we say have questions. Right? I just accepted. Okay. We're just waiting for them to... So Okay, Lynn Schneider. Hello, Lynn. Let her get unmuted and then move on to the next questions here in Zoom. It's in the bottom right-hand corner of the phone, Lynn, if you want to unmute and ask your question. Now, do people understand why it's called Unmute Presents? (laughs) Yep, there she is. (laughs) I get confused because on Zoom, it's on the other side. I'm an old lady and I forget things. (laughs) It's on the opposite side, yes. Okay. To the gentleman that called um, wondering how he can um, get in touch or participate in the BITS calls, um, I can tell you that that particular call on the blind shell is going to be a part of the ACB community calls, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, Okay. So what he can do is he can do a one-time subscription to ACB-community-events plus subscribe at acblists.org. I know that's a mouthful. ACB-community-events plus subscribe at acblists.org. And we we appreciate you saying that, Lynn, but this is also an ACB community call. So if you got this call, he's probably already on the list. Oh, that's that's a good point. But if that's the case, then he should see that bits call on that particular email. Um, Yeah, because it'll be on tonight's schedule. Yep. That'll come out tonight. Perfect. Thank so, you, Lynn. Did you have a question or did you just want to share that? Because we appreciate that. Yeah, I have a quick question, which you guys may or may not know. But um, I know that the NLS um, app has recently been updated. Uh-huh. And I like it. But there's one thing I miss. And that is um, in the old days, I would click on the um, thing to go to the website and I could see the books with their descriptions, like in a list. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's, you, it shows you the books, but you have to click on them to get the description. I was wondering if, am I missing something? Um, 
So if someone has an answer to that, raise your hand because I'd be glad yeah, I might to, just be to missing let you know. Because yeah, I have not it, upgraded Bard. Uh, so, oh, yeah. It's really nice. It's really, nice. It, it is. I mean, like the, the search and stuff is, and the you don't have to use the wish list anymore. It's just really cool. That is, D- Demasi, have you played with Bard 2.0? I have not, but I'm going to take a very quick look because I think I know what Lynn is talking about and I will let her know if she's missing something or if they just completely changed it. Perfect. Well, while you are doing that, Lynn, stay around and we'll see what we can do about getting you an answer. And I'm going to go to Nora. Hi. Hi, Nora. Thanks for joining us. I'm doing great. I have a question about Be My uh, my Eye. If if I want ever want to have be my eyes with it does it cost you have to pay for it any uh fees or anything for be my eyes like, no you uh, do not uh be my eyes is completely volunteer voluntary which means all of the agents or all of the people who you speak to are volunteers um i don't recommend using be my eyes for personal identify identification information so like reading mail and stuff like that just right. because they are volunteers but one advantage to using be my eyes that i think a lot of people forget is be my eyes is the best way to get a hold of someone on Google, someone at Google on the phone. As you may know, you you cannot really call someone from Google, but under specialized assistance, there's an option to connect with a Google representative. And they actually helped me a couple of months ago with some Google Sheets problems that I was having. And one of the um, options wasn't actually showing up in the menu. And so the lady kept telling me, here's what you need to do to unhide these this row of, of cells. And I was following her directions and she finally asked if she could do a screen share. So we did a screen share and she could see and she's like, oh, I need to report that because it's not, it's not giving you that option, though it should. So if you need to reach people like uh, Google or Microsoft or... I think I want to say there's like 50 different specialized assistance options inside of Be My Eyes. You can leverage that, and a lot of people forget about that. Oh, okay, thank you. No problem, Nora, and and uh, it will definitely work on your iPad. And uh, and then if you have any other questions, feel free to come back and ask. Okay. Okay, and one more question. Uh, I just be, okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. Did you have another question? Yeah, well, I thought I did. Well, I think it's about. I guess uh, I work cost money but it still it still helps to find your um personal things like where your cane is or something like that. Yes. Um you're talking about Ira? Yeah. Um, so one thing to be aware of with IRA is they do they do cost. They do have a plan. As ACB members, you can reach out to IRA and let them know that you're an ACB member to get a discount on the pricing. But mm-hmm. IRA also offers you five minutes free every 24 hours. And if you're doing a task, let's say I'm going to pick on JAWS for a minute. Let's say you're on your computer and JAWS just stops talking. You can't figure out what's going on. That is covered under free call time with Ira to call them and have them look at your computer screen and see if maybe there's an error or maybe your computer restarted or something like that. Right. Thank you. That's no great. problem, Nora. Thank you so much for asking. Um mm-hmm. Uh, Herbie, ACB of Oregon is probably Carrie. Uh, if you, I don't know if you want to rename mm-hmm. it. doesn't really matter. But I will go ahead and go to the next question. Uh, Dexter, I did not forget about you, but we're going to go to Diane and then I'll go to you. So go ahead, Diane. 
There we go. I got it finally. Uh, good afternoon, Michael and Damasi. Has anyone ever told you that you sound a lot like Barry White? <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. But thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, so, so since you brought it up, I do gotta, I do gotta say this. Every time Jeff Bishop talks to Damasi, Jeff calls Damasi Mufasa. Oh, okay. <laughs> That would be James Earl Jones, sir. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I'm not sure if I have a question, but may, maybe if you have some thoughts on it, it, it might help me. Um, <laughs> you know, that, that Braille edge that I've been relying on for so long and that I talked about last Saturday on doing Braille digitally, I think it's causing problems with my computer now when I plug it in. It, it didn't used to. Um, so I'm thinking I might have to replace something and I can't decide whether it's the computer I should replace or the Braille display. Um, they're both rather old. Um, so I don't know what kind of considerations that you might have that I, I might not be thinking of. So Diane, what kind of problems are you noticing now? Uh, and of course, as soon as you demonstrate something, that's when it starts to misbehave. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, it seems like the computer is not starting correctly. You know, it, it's taking a long time to start. And, and quite oftentimes, I eventually see a message that says, this app cannot run on your computer. And, you know, I'm not sure what app they're talking about because I can't really read the screen. JAWS kind of goes, um, goes speechless and the Braille display, of course, doesn't come up either like it used to. So, so I have an idea. And Tomasi can jump in too if he has any ideas. But this would be a great opportunity to leverage Ira and call them and say, hey, Jaws isn't reading this. What app is popping up saying it's not responding? Because that doesn't sound like a Braille display issue to me. It sounds like maybe an issue with an app that just happened to arise right after you shared about the uh, Braille Edge. Yeah, and, and that's possible because I did, I did go in and look through my apps and found a couple that were not Microsoft you know, that I didn't recognize and never heard of the companies or anything. So I wondered if I'd been hacked or something. But, um, yeah, I, I think I will. Uh, I, I hope they can resolve it. And what do they give you? What is it you get a month on the on the ACB plan? Is it? So I pay, I pay $20 a month for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Which, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I have never used my minutes i think because i have those once you're a paying customer you get five minutes free every four hours and then yes. when you go to like starbucks or other places you can use free minutes so to me i, I barely ever use my minutes at all oh okay yeah i, pr I probably will you know I'll, I'll i'll shut the computer down and start it up again with the braille display plugged in and see what it's doing that's a good okay. idea uh, and one thing to be aware of with Ira is uh, you want to sign up before January 16th because they are having a price change. If you want to lock that pricing in through 2023, you want to get that that signed up before January 16th. So the ACB um, plan is still going to be good through yes. 
2023 if we sign up now. Yes, well, I've been they will honor that pricing through December 31st of 23. Okay. All right. That's good information, too. And um, I'm going to be hosting tonight for Herbie on nice. the uh, Apple Bites call, and I really enjoy that. So I hope everyone will come. All righty. Before we go to Dexter, do you have anything else you want to throw in, Demasi? Diane, do you happen to know what version of Windows your computer is running? Oh, I, I have not upgraded to Windows 11 yet. So you're still on 10? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was the only other thing that I could possibly think of. It may be time to replace the computer, but I like Michael's idea of uh, bringing in Ira and just checking to see if maybe something has started trying to run for some reason because of a smaller update uh, that is creating a problem for you. And, th and then, of course, if I decide to replace the computer, now I'm going to have the same question I did last time about whether I should go back to Windows or jump into the Mac. <laughs> So. Well, that's a that's an interesting question. <laughs> I mean, if you're doing a lot of text editing and a lot of of editing and stuff like that, I would say Windows. But other people would disagree with me. Um, yeah, if you're doing a lot of audio diet. stuff, then the Mac. I would say this, Diane, if you're comfortable and you've been a Windows user most of the time and it sounds like you have things that you are responsible for doing, uh, you know, fairly routinely, I would stick with what you're comfortable with uh, instead of trying to learn a whole new operating system and new set of apps on top of having to actually, you know, be productive at the same time. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, because I would definitely have to stop hosting and stuff if I, um, you know, at least for a while until I got used to the Mac and yeah, that that's a good point. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, before I go to Dexter, Travis, do we have any hands in Clubhouse? We do not. Perfect. I before, before you get to Dexter, uh, I want to loop back around to Lynn's question about Bard. Uh, so it does appear that now they're not showing like the web view inside of Bard when you do searches and you're browsing the book catalog. So yeah, the only way to see information about a book is to tap on it and go into its its uh, separate view. So, Lynn, you're not missing anything. Perfect. Thank you, Demasi. Uh, and Dexter, we're going to go to you in a quick moment. Uh, Chanel did share in chat that the cost of SoundSource is 39 and on sale it's 31 So, thank you for looking at that. And Dexter, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that and also that... Uh, the best way to go to Rogamiba is just to type in rogamiba.com and it'll take you right to it. And, and yeah, they accept, uh, let's see, PayPal, Apple Pay, and credit cards. So, you know, about anything you want. Ah, I like them. They'll take your money any way you want to give it to them. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I, I send people yep. to macaudio.com because they registered that domain a few years ago because uh, a lot of people can't spell either Rogue or Amoeba correctly. So... <laughs> yeah, I yeah. understand that. Uh, so I, I, and that's kind yeah, of what, I they, that's what they use when the they're doing podcast head. ads too is uh, they use that macaudio.com when they're they're advertising on podcast too so it's just quicker and easier like you don't have to spell anything for anybody because look i type in rogue and then i'm like is it a m o e or e o i don't know uh of course, i was a person who had 
you know, college biology and so forth. So, you know, me, that's no problem for me. <laughs> I will see. Yeah, I, I skipped all of that right there, man. I didn't want to be slicing, dicing, or trying to look at any of that little stuff. Thank you, Dexter. Appreciate it. And uh, let's go over to Charlene in the last 12 minutes that we have. So go ahead, Charlene. Yeah, I just wanted you to repeat the plan you have with Ira. The plan that I have with Ira is the ACB 30-minute call, which comes in at $20 a month, and it gives me 30 minutes every month with Ira. And you do have to call Ira in order to get that plan. All righty, Beth. You are next. Yeah, yeah, I am. Somebody said uh, you don't have to deal with wish lists and in Bard, but then, but then, how do you? Where do you put the books that, like, just say if you, if you search for a book you and and you don't want to download it yet, so where you don't have any wish list at all, you just oh no, the the wish list is still there, Beth. I, I think what Lynn was referring to is you don't have to use the wish list. Like the the previous workflow for downloading books in Bard would be first find the book, add it to your wish list, then go to the wish list to download it. And now you can just download it if you want to download it. But no, your wish list is still available to you to add books that you want to come back to later. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks, Beth. Travis, do we have any hands in Clubhouse? No, we do not. Perfect. Making your job a little easier. Glad to do that. Uh, I'm not seeing any hands in Zoom, so we have about 10 minutes left. If you have a question you want to throw in, let's get your hand up real quick in either Zoom or Clubhouse, and we'll go ahead and take those. Uh, Before we wrap up, Demasi, did you have anything specifically you wanted to talk about? No, I did want to comment on something Herbie dropped in the chat, though, that um, if you're interested in this is actually a good strategy. Uh, if you're interested in going to the Mac, like Diane's kind of thinking about uh, if your Windows computer is operating, you know, reasonably uh, getting a Mac and keeping your Windows computer around until you're comfortable on Mac OS is also another option. Uh, I, I just, uh, so Herbie dropped that in the chat a few minutes ago. I thought that was a interesting perspective and, and something to share with everybody else just in case they're not in chat. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great uh, comments. Really appreciate it. I am not seeing any hands so people should tune in for the apple bits tonight and tune in for the blind show tomorrow the blind show meryl just raised her hand interesting advice hi uh herbie um hi michael hi damasi um i i was just going to suggest to diane i don't know whether if you use um narrator with a braille edge and jaws has been talking maybe that would help i don't i don't know that's a good suggestion. I always forget about narrator. I mean, not <laughs> always, but I often forget about narrator. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you all. Damasi, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and start going through some of these closing remarks that I have, unless someone else throws their hand up in the next couple of moments. Uh, then we'll go ahead and take your question if someone does. But Noasi, you're, brought, you're, you're talking about the blind shell? 
Oh, I was just saying, uh, it's it's an interesting device. I'm, I'm really, um, I think there's a lot of potential there, and I kind of like what they're doing so far. Uh, so I just recommend it that anybody interested in it, you know, definitely tune in tomorrow for that event. And I now understand why I wasn't invited because it's not your thing that you're running. I was like, Mike didn't invite me to do the blind share. Really? <laughs> it just seems wrong, man. Nope, nope. I was invited a month ago, so you know. Oh, well, I didn't have one a month ago either, so, you know, gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, quick reminder, tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, Herbie is hosting his Apple Bytes call on Bits. You can join in at bits-acb.org or get the information um, if it is a community call, which I think it is off of there. Uh, October 18th, we will be hosting the Way Around team. Michael Doys and Jessica from Way Around will be here to share information about how Way Around works and what you can use the tools for. Uh, and if you have any questions or comments or follow up inquiries, feel free to reach out to unmute presents at gmail.com. Uh, Demasi mentioned it a time or two, and I think I've mentioned it as well. Payown.live, that's P A Y O W N.live, will get you to a YouTube channel where we are publishing. A lot of blind shell videos right now. Uh, Demasi's got some loopback audio content and some audio hijack content coming up, and I will be producing some sort of content to, uh, you know, take him over on that YouTube channel. So I'm starting to publish more stuff as well. And uh, before we close it up one more time, I'm going to take one more question from Beth because we still have about seven minutes. So go ahead, Beth. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So you use some um, pay only. Um, dot live here just looking up YouTube yeah um, so actually if you go to payown dot live Beth that'll take you to my YouTube channel what huh my phone it, phone was talking I'm sorry <laughs> yep, if if you go to payown dot live okay that'll take you to my YouTube channel right to where you okay. need to go on YouTube to view the audio hijack stuff and information about the blind shell oh okay Yep. Okay. You don't have to look anything up. Made it simple and easy. Now I need to yep. go renew that domain name. Okay. <laughs> that would be smart. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, it would. So Thanks, thank you Beth. for thank yeah, you thank for joining you. us, Damasi. And do you have anything you want to say while you're closing up? Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was fun. Uh, I we'll come back anytime I'm asked. You know, you you don't you don't have to be asked to come back. You could just come back. Yeah, but you know, then it feels like I'm uh, party crashing or something. Nah, come crash this party anytime. <laughs> so I think I thank everyone for joining us, and uh, yeah, I, I think we can go ahead and close it up. So thanks for coming on this unmute presents call. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.